Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Christy. We are having conversations of a not-so-balanced life. Our goal here is to help you get past the good enough phase of life and begin your growth journey. We are a community of women supporting women. Hi, and welcome back. Um, we are here today. It's Hi, been everyone. a long time, right? So we, it's been about a year since we recorded the last podcast episode. So Christy and I wanted to talk today a little bit about our life and our update and what's going on and where we were. Um, but first, I wanted to talk about what happened um, last year. And so I, I think that Christy and I kind of got stuck in this place where we wanted to keep the podcast a really positive space and talk about happy things. Um, and that's just not real life. And that seemed inauthentic at the time because we were both going through some really personally challenging times last year and we just didn't want to fake it. So we decided to pause the podcast and we had an overwhelming outcry of support from our friends and family who were listening to the podcast who wanted it back. And so um, Christy and I had been finding our way back to you to do this. And I think, I, I feel like over the course, not not at first, right? Because I think at first we were just dealing with all the things happening in our lives. But I think then we kept having moments where we were like, we need to get back to this. Mm-hmm. We need to get back to this. Why aren't we doing this? And it was kind of like, well, we have all these things happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about it. Let's keep it in mind. But let's, we hadn't gotten there yet. So and yeah. you and I, and we kept having conversations <laughs> where it's like, this would be a really good podcast episode, <laughs> you know, because we just I, we ha- had those conversations. It's like, ooh, other people probably resonate with this. I literally have had a piece of paper because I am a n- note taker in my desk drawer with topics we randomly would throw out for six months now. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're just going to get into it. And I think um, in order to just get into it, we've got to kind of talk a little bit about our lives and our up, what is our update on our life and where we are um, so that we can just kind of move forward. What do you think? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So Christy, I'm going to allow you to update the people. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know. I know. Yeah. So gosh, 2022, um, it was a crazy year. So I changed jobs unexpectedly to a very busy job. And that was hard. And I think. Yeah. So I think um, now that we're on the other side of some of the things that we went through last year, that we're hoping that this podcast can kind of be a healing place for the both of us. Um, I know that Christy is going to talk about grief and loss. um, And so there might be some tears today. And so if you're not in the mind space where you can support and address and love on us through our our grief maybe this is an episode you skip because last year was a hard year and there were a lot of personal things that we went through while we're not going to dwell on those things it is hard to talk about so christy lost her dad unexpectedly last year and it was a very tragic and challenging time and um she and I both lived far away from each other and tried to support each other the best we could through it from a distance and manage all the things that come along with the passing of someone that you love. Um, and Megan's telling you this because I started crying, which I didn't expect to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Grief, grief just hits us at a time when it's 
least expected. You think that you're at a point where you can talk about it and then you can't, and that's fine. It hits all of us differently at different times. Yeah. Yeah. But so new job that kept me very busy. Um, that happened in May of 2022 and in August, early August, I lost my dad. Um, and we knew we were set to move, uh, and to make our next move as a military family and ended up doing that in December. So it has been a crazy chaotic year. And so I lost, or my family and I, we lost, um, Jeff's grandfather in January. And then we lost my aunt unexpectedly due to cancer that had been not diagnosed attribute that to COVID and not following appointment and not doing follow-up appointments. And there's a whole lot of medical trauma related to that sudden loss that we are still processing as a family. So, you know, if you haven't made your appointments, make them now, this is your reminder. Then we lost Jeff's mom in uh, November of last year, again, tragically, unexpectedly, kind of traumatically. And we also made a move um, from Virginia or from Georgia to Virginia. Um, and that was at some point we will talk about our word of the year and how um, that impacted the decisions that I made last year for me, myself personally, and my family. And then, you know, I mean, whenever you move, it's exhausting, but when you move with kids, it's just harder, it seems, because the appointments and the registrations and the finding this and the finding that. And so, right. Yeah. (laughs) So there's like all this like red tape around the move, but we're so glad we did it. And yeah, so we are close to my family and my sister now and Christy's right down the street, which is Phenomenal. We I haven't think, lived in the same state since we were like 16. So or that's 18. What I was getting 18. I was getting ready to say, how long has it been since we both lived in, in Virginia? It's been a long time. Yeah. I mean, I moved in 2007. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, so we'll get into well, those are all things that we are going to explore as we get back into podcasting. So is there anything else, Christy, that you want to talk about life update? Or do we just move on? Do we want to talk? Do we want to dig into grief at all? Do you feel like you could talk about that today? Or do you just want to? I feel like I can talk about it. I just need to cry about it for a second. And now I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, valid emotion. Which I think until you lose a parent, I think you don't really, especially, you know, I guess it, you know, it's different for everyone because I think some people, it depends on the relationship you had with your parents, et cetera. For me, I'm very close to both my parents, my dad and I. I feel like we're more alike than my mom and I, and just, we were more besties. Um, Kindred spirits. Yeah. Yes. And losing him was really hard. And I think that, you know, we were, we like to go and do things and, you know, he had a sailboat and we had plans to go and sail at some different places. We had plan, you know, all kinds of fun trips that we had planned and wanted to do. And it was just one of those moments where it was like, I thought I had more time, right? Yeah. And it's just a really shitty feeling. And and grief is such a personal experience that nobody can really help you through it. Nope. Funny story. I got <laughs> funny maybe isn't the right word, but <laughs> <laughs> I got a phone call at about, I don't know, 2.30 in the morning, letting me know my dad had passed away. And I immediately 
at that point, I was already planning on heading to Virginia that day. And I was like, okay, well, I can't sleep anymore at this point. Like, I'm just going to go. And so, uh, and then my husband and the kids were going to come up later. So I drove up, I picked up my mom and my parents had been divorced for a long time, but that was just a long story, but the cops had called my mom and my dad lived on his boat. So picked up my mom and we immediately drove to his boat and I am a doer. It's just who I am. If I don't have a task list, I feel helpless. And so I'm sure I looked crazy. Like if it had been a murder investigation, <laughs> I probably would have looked guilty because I literally went to his boat. And after I like got myself together, I started just cleaning it. <laughs> yeah. You just started doing. Yes. <laughs> it was like, I needed, I, I couldn't just sit there. Right. Like, what am I just going to sit there and cry all day? Like that. Yeah. And there's some control, right? You yeah. lacked control in what happened. And so you're, what you can control is what you're going to do right now. And that's clean. And that's pick out clothes and set stuff aside for donation and just start doing all the things that happens when you lose a loved one. Yep. And there is a freaking lot. And it's, yeah. <laughs> it is. So, I mean, I have my own thoughts about like public school in general, but like there is so much you don't know about life when you graduate high school. And they don't prepare you for like adult life. No, not at all. I I saw, I think I saw a reel about that the other day and it was like, but I need to know like how to balance my checking account, how to do my taxes, blah, 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 blah. Like all these things, right? Yeah. And and they're just like, figure it out. Like, oh, you had a parent that died, figure it out. Um, There's got to be a better way. I don't know what it is, but there's got to be a better way. I feel like having a class about what to do when someone (laughs) dies is a little weird. (laughs) I know, but people don't talk about it. And because people don't talk about it, then you get in the position where you don't know what to do. You just said something and it hit something for me because I feel like people are uncomfortable talking about death. And I feel like I have seen that in a lot of people that I know, like they avoid it because they don't want to trigger something in me. I think maybe I tend to look at things differently than a lot of people, but I I think that like, like we are very type A, we need a task list. We need a plan. Like it makes sense to me that there is one. Um, When we lost Jeff's grandfather in January, he was very type A and he had an entire binder of these are these are the people you need to call because he knew when we were going to be in that moment, we wouldn't know what to do. So he had a binder and it was instructions, call these people. Here's where I've paid for arrangements. Here's where these next steps are. You know, here's how you stop these benefits. Here's all my important passwords. Like he had everything for us with his attorney. So yeah. as much as I made fun of him when he was alive about <laughs> sending us funny because <laughs> I feel like you would do some shit like that. I totally and I I mean I have since because I so because we've we've lost people in like multiple different like things and so like he was he was so he had a plan right and he told us exactly what to do and then we lost Jeff's mom and she didn't and that was hard and that was hard for us to kind of like navigate but we had this really great blueprint of what we were supposed to do. So we had at least a starting point. But my point is (laughs) that it's not talked about enough and people aren't planning for their death. And, you know, I mean, maybe you put sticky notes on shit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the answer is like, okay, here's what we're going to do today. Like, let's, you pick what you want because it's going to happen. So my grandmother is, my mom's mom is 90. And I feel like with her, there's some reticence to have discussions because she's almost, 
what is the word I'm looking for? She's, she almost like wants to just believe that she's not close, right? Yeah. And I'm a realist. So I'm like, you're 90. You're 90. Like these, these discussions need to take place. But yeah, I think, I think that it just goes back to all stuff we talked about through the entirety of this podcast, right? Like, I don't know if I want to say the best life, but I feel like the best path is a path of authenticity. And I think if we're not having these conversations, not just about planning for death, but I think that, you know, once you've lost someone, you don't just want to never talk about them again. Right. Right. And I think I've seen that in multiple facets. You know, we, we have a really good friend who lost a child at about 20 weeks when she was 20 weeks pregnant with him. And, you know, they, they do a celebration for him every year. And I think that a lot of people found it difficult to initiate or like they just don't talk about it just because right it's awkward but I think when we can be our authentic selves and show up for people authentically like that's that's where the magic in life is because who wants to go through life just having shallow conversations about the freaking weather that's boring and 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 not wanting to bring these people up to make them sad (laughs) you know I mean I I think I was I was making a cup of coffee and I texted you a story about your dad because it made me think of him because if I'm thinking of him doesn't that make you like, doesn't that help you feel good about the relationships that he was able to build and that you were able to build? And I mean, hundred percent. I, right? so it was last this year, last week, he bought an airplane and he literally called me a few weeks before and he's like, Christy, I want to buy an airplane. And I said, <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Um, that's a normal thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, do you have the money for an airplane? He's like, yep. I said, okay, is it going to make you happy to buy this airplane? Yes. I said, okay, then buy the freaking airplane. Yeah. And, but it came up on my Facebook memories that that was one year ago. And it was like, you know, punch in the gut that that was just a year ago. Um, But also a lot of his friends who, you know, I've known all my life, who are also kind of like my dad's in a way, they all responded with like memories that they've had or times that they yeah. thought of him and, you know, just that they still miss him. And it's just nice to know that, you know, other people are still thinking about him as well. I think it's, it's just helpful in the grieving healing journey. Sure. Sure. I feel like that's a pretty solid life update on where we are and and how we got here. I just want to kind of like get back into things. So I have an ask Christy question. And I have an am I normal today. So I'm going to start with the Ask Christy because I feel like, I don't know, I wouldn't even say relevant. I don't really think it's relevant. But anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what the word is, but uh, okay. So my question is this. I have been experiencing a lot of imposter syndrome in my professional life. Um, and Christy explains that really well. So I'm going to let her explain that in the answer to my question. And I feel as though I don't deserve a seat at the table when I'm in these meetings with um, these people because I feel like they're so much smarter than me. And then I will contribute something. And then I like sit back and I like, just wait. Like, was that was that important? Did I say something yeah. good? Like, I'm just waiting for the great job. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm like, how can I move past this feeling that I don't deserve a seat at the table in these professional meetings? So we're all on the same page. So Megan essentially just told you what imposter syndrome is. It's feeling like you don't deserve that seat at the table, like you don't belong there. And, you know, that can be anything, right? That can be within your friend group. It can be in your relationship at work, all the things, right? Um, And I think we've, a lot of us have experienced some variation of that. I definitely have. And I think, how do you move past that? And 
I think a lot of it comes down to positive self-talk. Anytime you have those negative thoughts, stopping them and, you know, maybe, maybe that's all you can do is just stop them. But then if you can kind of move to that next step of replacing them with, no, I do belong here. And, you know, or even write down three reasons why you belong here. You know, Mm -hmm. I add value in this way, whatever that is for you. Um, And I think just replacing those thoughts can be one way to do it. But I think it's one of those things where it's going to, it will likely keep coming up, but you just have to try to figure out how to switch it from needing outside validation. Cause it's kind of, it feels like it's a mix, right. Of imposter syndrome syndrome. And then also kind of needing that, that external validation to prove that what you're doing is of value. And I think if you can work on those two things, but like, why am I like this? <laughs> so like, um, why honestly, do I feel like I need outside validation to feel like I've contributed to life? Probably your childhood. And that's that's extremely unhelpful and something we won't unpack right now. <laughs> no, we're not gonna unpack sorry no. But I feel like oh, one of those like why are we the way we are? A lot of it is from childhood and you know, and just hu- humans, right? Humans and our need to fit in and feel valued. So maybe so maybe we take this conversation like next level and maybe do an episode about imposter syndrome and ways that we can like improve our self-talk because when you're in the moment, when when I am in these meetings, I I don't have time to positive self-talk and reinforce and well, give okay. myself so a I do think we should have have a conversation about this maybe that's our next episode um because I think what you just said is super important when you're in the moment when something triggers you no you don't you're not learning in that moment you're reacting mm-hmm. and what you have to do is learn in the moments when you're not triggered so then when you are triggered a first step recognize that you're being triggered Sometimes you will be triggered, recognize it and still react in a crappy way, right? Right. Like that's just life. But the more you practice and the more you kind of get yourself in a good place when you're not triggered, then when you are triggered, you can recognize it and then move to that next step of reacting differently than you would before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great advice. I love it. So maybe it's more like a pep talk with Christy and not like an ass Christy, but I'll take, I'll take whatever it is. Um, all right. So I have an, am I normal? No, you are not normal, but go ahead. I know. I really don't feel like I am. So this has come up a lot recently and I need to know if other people do this or if I am just really type A. I spend so much time organizing my thoughts and planning and developing systems to manage tasks that I procrastinate the actual tasks developing new systems to manage tasks what is wrong with me <laughs> why am I like this that sounds if you mean. say childhood I'm gonna be like what <laughs> no that's not what I was gonna say normal okay right I think because you are more type a and I think that maybe that's just a sign that you are supposed to be more in strategy laying out the task and somebody else should actually do the task you put the process in place, somebody else does the process. Ooh, interesting. All right, I'll have to, I'll have to, res, you know, resonate. Let that, let that sink Ruminate. in. Ruminate. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, hold on. Fun story. I was at on a work meeting the other day and instead of repository, I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, repository. <laughs> My gosh, words. And there are multiple meanings. <laughs> Words are hard sometimes. <laughs> Suppository. 
let's just put that in our suppository. Oh God. <laughs> what did everybody say on the call? Did they laugh? They acknowledged it. I'm like, maybe they didn't hear me. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I would have laughed. <laughs> I would have definitely called you out. Do you have an am I normal or was that it? <laughs> okay, so I have further to take out my trash now. So specifically recycling, trash is actually easy. Recycling, so boxes. So I let them like pile up in the house until I just get so annoyed that they're sitting there. So it'll be like a whole week before I actually take them anywhere. Is this normal? Yes, that is 100% normal. I have a system. Um, it's really wonderful. I just put the boxes in the garage and they just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that might be my husband um but I do I just I make a pile who has time for that I just make a pile (laughs) and then like I go back out there and it's gone so I just imagine this reel of like you doing that but then also like continuing to order Amazon packages and (laughs) where are we getting these boxes from you're welcome (laughs) so I have a challenge for the week that I'd like to encourage everyone who's listening to participate and that's to find the positive in the negative. It's something that I've been working on myself. And there is always a way to make a positive out of a negative. And you hear so many negative stories, you know, through social media and the news, and there's just so much negative in the world. And um, if you are at the end of the day and you're like, oh, this was such a bad day, I shared a reel, I think I shared it with you, where it was like, you know, did you really have a bad day or did you have a bad moment? And you spent your entire day processing that bad moment. And that I really like got that. me thinking. And um, I, I don't know, I'll give a shout out to whoever did it. I don't remember. I just, I want to challenge everybody that if there's something that negative that, that happens to you, instead of ruminating on it all day, you find a way to make a positive. And then Christy, would you like to leave us with our final thoughts and a call out? What are we talking about in our next episode? I think we've talked about a couple different things today, but you you make the call. So we are going to talk about um, mindset on our next episode and final thought for the day. All right. It's kind of a long one. I'm sorry. Bear with me. There is something like 18 billion cells in the brain alone. There are no two brains alike. There are no two hands alike. There are no two humans alike. You can take your instructions and your guidance from others, but you must find your own path. Mm. All right. Well, until next week. Bye. Bye, friends. If you want to leave us feedback, please review our podcast on whatever app that you're listening to. That helps us. You can also email us hello at intentionalasamother.com or follow us on Instagram at intentional.as.a.mother. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.